0: All right, all right, all right, day 160. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors Podcast. My name is Keith, and remember, this is a podcast uh, where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right, so we're um now in 2 Chronicles 13. Remember, he's going to uh like take the camera lens right and kind of focus in on uh this southern kingdom, and uh, it's amazing because um, you know, Rehoboam right that was Solomon's uh first son. Um, he's died and his son Abijah in this text has become king uh, in his palace in his place uh, over Judah and uh, remember uh, you know many of the same stories that'll be here in 2nd Chronicles are in 1st and 2nd Kings so you should look kind of at both uh, if you have the time or the opportunity or the desire even <laughs> um, to see the differences and so for example Abijah is spoken of negative negatively uh, in Kings but he is more spoken of more positively uh, here and uh, we have so many and we've seen it so many times in the biblical storyline. Uh what, what's happening here is this kind of war between the uh, northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. And uh this was uh Abijah. Abijah in uh in the other text in, in Kings, he's an idolater, right? He's he's a wild boy. But uh here, you know, the chronicler is going to capture his like one shining moment. <laughs> and uh, you know, so it's Abijah in Judah versus Jeroboam in Israel. And so they, they're in this fight, man. And again, the chronicler is like highlighting all of these things and so Judah has 400,000 soldiers Israel has 800,000 right double the amount twice the amount they want all the smoke they trying to throw hands with their brothers right (laughs) and so Abijah gets up preaches this sermon to the northern tribes he's like fam y'all already know what's up God chose David make a covenant with him in his house you basically led the entire people into rebellion against David's house Jeroboam and y'all rejected the priest y'all are wild right y'all gotta go to calves to worship y'all are wilding y'all are tripping so they closed him in Israel hymns Judah in and they're about to destroy him. Right. But but they cry out to the Lord and Yahweh uh, has Israel routed. Right. So think about that. Eight hundred thousand soldiers for Israel, four hundred thousand for Judah and the eight hundred thousand are routed because of the Lord. Right. And it's so funny Buzz, because um I think practically what we can see here in this text is that when we trust in and remain faithful to God, we can ensure that we have his protection and blessing. Check this regardless, <laughs> regardless of regardless if even if like the circumstances and odds are stacked against us regardless even if they are right and you see that those who reject god's kingdom will ultimately pay for it right like you you see that here clear in the text and um yeah you know five hundred thousand of israel's soldiers are killed because of this and abijah is mentioned in this light here because he is faithful at this point at least to the davidic covenant the davidic line and faithful to the temple Two chronicles 14 comes abijah dies and his son asa becomes king's king in his place in in uh in kings asa his reign gets 16 verses <laughs> but in first chronicles it covers 47 or two chronicles it covers 47 verses and he begins his reign fam in an exemplary way by removing the high places seeing to it that the people of god worship yahweh alone he does what is right in the lord's sight the text says he was telling the people to seek the lord and there was this age of peace man under him and the text is like super clear about that but what we see early on and it's a theme uh we see uh in the kings uh is that you know blessings follow obedience, right? So when the Cushites come and try to fight, throw hands with them, uh in the rest of Judah, they are once again outnumbered. <laughs> Five hundred and eighty thousand people to a million fighting, right? Five hundred and eighty thousand fighting a million. Like it's it's like me fighting Mike Tyson, like out outmanned. <laughs> it's they're outmanned. And so um they cry out to the Lord. <laughs> they cry out to the Lord, they call on his name, and basically It mentions that the Lord is the one who helps, you know, the mighty and the weak. And Yahweh, man, like the Lord is a God that is fit to help us even in our weakest moments. Right. So they were in a vulnerable, weak moment and the Lord helped them. And it's somebody today probably listening to this who is in a weak moment. And the Lord wants you to call on him for help because he wants to help you. right. God's people call on him for help because he's their only hope. They receive this victory. Blessings from God come from fidelity and faithfulness to God. 2 Chronicles 15, next chapter comes, you know, continues with Asa. It moves into a speech, the sermon by the prophet uh, Azariah and this religious reform within the community of Israel. Azariah says to the people, you know, seek him. He will be found by you. Abandon him and he will abandon you. And these two things are like juxtaposed, pitted one against uh, against one another in Chronicles to remind this post-exile community, remember who we're writing to, that if you seek the Lord, I love this, you will find the Lord. If you seek him, you will find him. Even now, the chronicler is trying to say to the people. And I love it. Just stepping back a bit. You know, there are many things, fam, we seek on this earth. And there's really no guarantee that we'll get them, right? Like, we, we just don't know. Like, marriage, you may not get it. Money, you may not get it. Status, you may not get it. Career, you may, like, over, you can go down the line. But what a promise it is. What a promise that if we seek the God of the Bible, the God of the universe, we will get him every time. In other words, the only prerequisite, the only prereq for having God. wanting God that's it that's it there's there's no magic bells and whistles no no no. Want God you can have him seek him find him it is that simple and it's and it's such a beautiful simple truth but it's such it's such a wonderful promise because God is the most he's the most beautiful awesome amazing ultimate uh, impressive being in the universe and you can have that you can have him everybody and it's enough of him to go around that's that's amazing to me Um, and he's like yo you can have him and it's funny too because um the chronicler for the chronicler listen seeking the lord was the epitome of piety like that was that was the thing that was that was that was the mark of 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 um uh your religiosity here right seeking of the lord and in chronicles and, it, and we can say the same thing today for real, for real. like we can keep it a book um uh, hebrews 11 Acts 17 like there's so many texts in the new testament that say the exact same thing uh seeking the lord like that is that is what our lives are to be about seeking the lord and his kingdom uh, Matthew 6 so in Chronicles we see three results of this though uh, of, of seeking the Lord peace rest from enemies in the Lord's presence peace rest from enemies in the Lord's presence and we underestimate yeah we underestimate our influence for bad I, I've talked about that before I think in the last episode but um, you know uh, in, people in leadership for sure uh, also can us underestimate their uh, 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 influence for good you know what I'm saying especially when their influence is for God and so you see the text mentions that he did work in the temple did he had influence over the whole uh, Judah and uh, you know the chronicler wants to unite these these themes of kingship and temple and the legitimacy of the king is united to his devotion to the temple where they worship the Lord and you have this covenant renewal ceremony you have this like mini mini revival right where they sacrifice a ton of animals 700 cattle 700 sheep and um, they take an oath of faithfulness to the Lord right and so this is also man, an opportunity too for like reunification of of some of the northern tribes so he's going to say like some some cats from the north like everybody went wilding like it was some cats up there who was who was rocking still rocking with god for sure like they they came they came through and it was all good and so in other words and although the chronicler is like clear uh the northern tribes under Jeroboam went off into idolatry and were apostates they were they went into apostasy he is clear that it wasn't everybody right there were some in the north that sought the lord as well and this is like a uh a a one kings 19 moment like you know what? Uh, Elijah, where he's like, man, everybody didn't turn to Baal," and Lord's like, no, I'd left the remnant. I left 7000. And so even today, I think that um, sometimes uh, we can get discouraged. Like, man, like everybody's just turning away. Everybody's falling away. Everybody is being captivated by this idol, this idol, this idol, the spirit of the age. yeah, yeah. yeah. But the Lord always leaves a remnant. The Lord always leaves a faithful few um, who have not uh, turned their hearts or their hands to worship other gods. Um, So revival comes here, man, when there's an all out relentless pursuit and seeking of the Lord of the universe. And that's what this is. Um, And I just pray, man, like my prayer for real for is like that it will be so in this generation, like that it will be so that no, we can say, you know, 2022, whatever it is uh, in the 20s, (laughs) that there was an all out seeking of the Lord by the Lord's people. And uh, we saw a revival. Many people come to faith and many great things happen for God and his kingdom uh, on earth as it is in heaven. 2 Chronicles 16, Asa still on the throne and he has this war with Israel's king Baasha. Now remember he's trying to show that the north was wild. The problem is though, instead of seeking Yahweh here, Asa, he tries to make this political alliance with the foreign nation of Aram, right? Aram uh, in this time was a nation around Israel. It's so interesting um that uh if you look on a map, Israel is like in the crosshairs of all of these like <laughs> different nations and like it, they they were like um, kind of central and so when, when, when these nations did trade routes or did trading and things like that, they had to pass through Israel uh, oftentimes. And so you see how they kind of get caught up in this stuff. But they had this political alliance. And, um, you know, it's amazing. I think the text wants to wants to show us that, uh, you know, uh, we can't expect a political alliance. Hear this to be our ultimate anchor of hope. Right. Like that's that's literally what happens in the Bible. And it's literally what happens today. And we have to depend on the Lord as opposed to earthly means and mediums for our deepest needs. No political leader can do what God can. And so uh, Hanani rebukes Asa and basically he asks him, listen, he says, don't you don't you remember? Right. Don't you don't you remember the Lord? Right. Don't you remember what he did? And our one of our greatest you know, tools in our walk with the Lord is our memory. I've said this a ton. Our memory, our memory, our memory we should uh work on our memory i think it's john o shout out to john o he's uh not available right now uh super busy with stuff but he he always says that um you know we should work a lot more on our hindsight than our insight right like we should work on remembering what the lord has done who the lord has been to us uh, so we can live in a way uh, that is faithful to him in the present and so um yeah i want to say that today like work on your memory like where has god brought you from what has god done for you uh and, and those like It inevitably will lead to rejoicing. I'm telling you, uh, remember what the Lord has done and who he's been for you. Asa gets mad. Prophets get persecuted for simply telling the truth here. And Asa gets sick at the end of his life. And I love what the text says. Look at the text. Um, Asa, uh, let's see two Chronicles 16, uh, 12. It says, uh, in the 39th year of Asa of his reign, talking about Asa, Asa developed a disease in his feet hmm, and his disease became increasingly severe. (laughs) Listen, yet even in his disease, he didn't seek the lord but only the physicians whom will you serve who will you seek even in the end of his life even in his sickness he doesn't seek the lord the text is trying to tell us chronicles wants us to know and it wants the original hearers to know as well um that our lives should be built upon seeking the lord come hell or high water (laughs) our seeking and pursuit of the lord should remain steadfast Let's pray that it will be so, Father. We ask that we will be wholeheartedly devoted to you, Lord. We pray that we will seek you uh, as hard as we can. We pray that we will want you more than we want anything else. Give us hearts to do this today. It's in Jesus' name, we pray.